America's number one show on pop culture and politics. This is the Michael Medved Show. And another great day in this greatest nation on God's green earth. It is a great nation with some great news. Things working the way they're supposed to work. People actually getting together and uh, reducing the possible devastation of that horrible, horrible attack on the New York subways that we were talking about yesterday. The Brooklyn shooter apprehended uh, just an hour ago or so. His name is Frank James. The mayor of the city of New York uh, feeling great relief, like I think everybody in New York, everybody with loved ones in New York. Yes, we have a daughter who lives in New York City. And it is a great, great piece of news for people who take the subway, and everyone in New York takes the subway. It's not like the mass transit built more recently that we we have in many major cities, which are underused, which are not full most of the time. New York, uh, basically, ridership had gone down. It will be probably very reassuring to people and allow ridership to go back up now that Frank James is apprehended. Uh, the mayor of New York City, uh, Mayor Adams, had uh, this to say, and this is a sort of made-to-order headline for the New York Post or the New York Daily News, any of the tabloids in New York City, just uh, three words. Uh, mayor Adams, listen. My fellow New Yorkers, we got it. We got it. I cannot thank the men and women of the New York City Police Department enough, as well as our federal agents, our state police, our first responders, from the 9-11 operators to the various men and women from our medical professions. We got him. It said to New Yorkers, we're going to protect the people of this city and apprehend those who believe they can bring terror to everyday New Yorkers. And I want to thank everyday New Yorkers who called in tips, who responded, who helped those passengers who were injured. 33 shots, but less than 30 hours later, we're able to say, we got it. Thank you, Commissioner, for your leadership and job well done. That's the uh, new police commissioner he's talking about. Uh, her name is Keechant L. Sewell, and she was a selection an appointee by former police lieutenant uh, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City. Uh, look, this is <laughs> a good moment, and it, it's remarkable. It shows the kind of performance by governmental institutions, by our police, which are the most important of all governmental institutions. No, really they are. The one that you count on when you are most in danger, when you are most at risk, when you are most desperate, you count on the police. And they came through. Uh, <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, the, um, uh, the suspect who uh, is being arrested, being charged with crimes that will lead to life in prison uh, if he is convicted on all charges. 
and that's a good thing. Uh, this is a guy who has a very lengthy past criminal record in many states all across the country and also a very troublesome mental health record, which we'll go through on the details. Uh, this is what the commissioner of police, uh, Keechant Sewell, had to say this morning at the press conference that just concluded. Uh, listen. Moments ago, Frank Robert James was stopped on the street and arrested by members of the New York City Police Department. Officers, in response to a Crime Stoppers tip, stopped Mr. James at 1.42 p.m. at the corner of St. Mark's Place and First Avenue in Manhattan. He was taken into custody without incident and has been transported to an NYPD facility. He will be charged with committing yesterday's appalling crime in Brooklyn. I want to commend all of the investigators and analysts who took part in this all-hands-on-deck investigation. Literally, hundreds of NYPD detectives worked doggedly during the last 30 hours to bring this together. They did so in tandem with a vast number of our law enforcement partners, including those from the FBI-NYPD Joint Terrorism Task Force, the ATF-NYPD Crime Gun Intelligence Center, and the regional task force led by the United States Marshal Service. We hope this arrest brings some solace to the victims and the people of the city of New York. We used every resource at our disposal to gather and process significant evidence that directly links Mr. James to the shooting. We were able to shrink his world quickly. There was nowhere left for him to run. And uh, then the chief of detectives for the NYPD, uh, James W. Essig, giving some of the uh, details of this arrest that was made uh, just uh, an hour and 15 minutes before we went on the air. Amazing. Listen to a, uh, Chief uh, Essig. Mr. James is a male, 62 years old. He is known to us and has ties in Wisconsin, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New York City. His arrest history in New York is nine prior arrests, dating from 1992 to 1998. Those include possession of burglary tools four times, criminal sex act, theft of service two times. He was arrested on a New Jersey warrant. He also has a criminal tampering. He has three arrests in New Jersey in 1991, 1992, and 2007. They are for trespass, larceny, and disorderly conduct. Okay, <laughs> we talked about this yesterday, and of course it was obvious, everybody knew this, but this is not a TV cop show, as people warned. We'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, more from uh, Chief Essig, listen. So yesterday, we recovered video of him prior to the incident, incident during the Kings Highway subway station. He has the same black cart that he has later recovered on the crime scene. This station is three blocks from where he recovered the U-Haul truck that he rented in Philadelphia. The key to that truck was recovered at the crime scene. This jacket, the distinctive orange jacket, was also recovered, as well as his construction helmet he was wearing, and we, we recovered that in a garbage uh, bin in transit. 
We believe, but this is still early in the investigation, that after firing his weapon 33 times at innocent New York City subway riders, Mr. James boarded an R train that had pulled into the station, went one stop up and exited at 25th Street Station. We also have a picture of that. The gun used in this, a 9mm Glock, which was recovered at this crime scene, was bought, was purchased by Mr. James in 2011 in Ohio. We tracked Mr. James and his last known whereabouts was 7th Avenue and 9th Street in Park Slope, entering the subway. Minutes ago, thankfully, okay. NYPD patrol officers from the 9th Precinct responded to St. Mark's and 1st Avenue where they apprehended him without incident. Okay, congratulations to them. Congratulations to us as Americans. There are so many obvious lessons here. And the fact that it was so predictable when you heard about the nature of the crime, you knew what the guy was going to be. You knew what he was going to be. And this has nothing to do with his background or his ethnicity or anything of that kind, of course. It has to do with the fact that he is a career criminal. The question is, how is it we allow someone like this to have this prodigious uh, profligate arrest record and to wander around among us and among our children. Uh, more, including some of the videos he has posted. That is the suspect here. We'll get to that and much more on the Medved Show. is all amazing and uh, just talking to Jeremy Steiner pride of Hillsdale College my longtime producer uh, during the break here what's amazing is there were lots of people who came on yesterday and lots of commentators who came on and they said regarding this New York incident and the search for Frank James the apparent shooter that um, you should have to remember this wasn't a police show on TV it wasn't a dramatization and typically in that kind of show, what they do is they make a drama. So they take a, a bunch of extremely meticulous, very difficult work, and they shrink it all down so it fits in an hour. and uh, Or maybe in some cases a half hour and then on to the next episode. But what a number of people were saying is don't expect this to be solved. Don't expect them to apprehend him. Uh, you're talking about the biggest city in the country. You're talking about a guy who made a pretty clean getaway. Apparently, he got into another train, another subway train, the R train, and just took off like other innocent victims did. He's not an innocent victim, but like others did who were innocent victims, and just took off and left the scene. And so how do you get him? And one of the things that this shows and it was just great to see the people the police commissioner and the head of the detectives and uh, uh, the mayor of the city and all of the personnel who are involved in this uh, feeling a sense of triumph and vindication and, and let me just say this anybody 
think in the light of this incident and the way that it's been handled in the last um, 30 hours, does anyone think that uh, you still want to defund the police? Can I tell you, anyone who has ever, ever, for 10 minutes been associated with uh, defund the police and doesn't have a complete, abject, and eloquent apology or explanation, doesn't deserve any support for any job anywhere near responsibility, not in government, not in education, not anywhere. This is such a clear demonstration of what we owe to people who dedicate their lives to law enforcement. People like James R. Fitzgerald we had on yesterday from the FBI, 20 years with the FBI. I mean, the the idea that um, police who generally have been for many, many years the most respected, among the most respected professions, the most respected profession of all is nursing, but uh, that that should be a, a little bit more recognized than it was before this last sequence of events. First of all, thank you to God for 33 shots fired in the subway. They've, they've documented that now. They counted, they looked at it by his glock, and no one died. This is remarkable and incredibly fortunate. And maybe sending us, um, sending us a a, uh, a little bit of reassurance at a time when our country really, really could use it. Um, we have the uh, New York uh, prosecutor on uh, a prosecuting attorney on the charges that are going to be brought against Mr. James. Uh, listen. Yesterday was a dark day for all of us, but the bright spots of the incredible heroism of our fellow New Yorkers helping each other in a time of crisis, the quick response by our first responders, and the hard work by all of our law enforcement partners that has been ongoing is truly uh, a bright spot here. Today, uh, Frank James has been charged by complaint in Brooklyn federal court with one count of violating 18 U.S.C. sections 1992 A7 and B1, which prohibits terrorist and other violent attacks against mass transportation systems. He has been apprehended. He will be arraigned in federal court in Brooklyn, and if convicted, he will face a sentence of up to life imprisonment. My office is prepared to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that on April 12, 2022, in Sunset Park, Brooklyn, in the Eastern District of New York, Frank James did knowingly and without lawful authority and permission commit an act, including the use of a dangerous weapon with the intent to cause death and serious bodily injury to passengers and MTA employees on the New York City subway system. Okay, uh, federal investigators have found out that the gun used in the shooting was purchased by James at a pawn shop uh, from a licensed firearms dealer, and uh, that was in Columbus, Ohio in 2011. Now, that's something that is working. Is, isn't that appropriate? If you are going to gain access to that deadly weapon or to a deadly weapon, that there be a record of its sale? 
It's why cracking down on illegal gun sales, and again, uh, uh, he as a felon in various states with this prolific arrest record, one of the questions that I would have, and, and I want to play some of the uh, the postings he has done. He has his own YouTube channel. Can you believe that? Uh, do you know what the YouTube channel is? It's Prophet of Truth 88. Now, I immediately see that, and the number 88, right? You know what it's supposed to symbolize, what it's supposed to evoke. The eighth letter of the alphabet is H. And 88 is a magic number for Nazis. Stands for Heil Hitler. Now, again, what is prophet of truth? If somebody, by the way, knows what that means or what it refers to, or you're a follower uh, of Frank James, I hope not, uh, you can let us know, 1-800-955-1776. He had a uh, video that is, it's truly amazing that people like this do live among us unimpeded, which is one of the reasons that that old idea of three strikes, you're out, that everybody seems to have given up on. This guy had about 20 strikes. I mean, serious, uh, serious problems with the law. And how does someone like this live? And I think this is going to be a job for journalism and uh, further criminal investigation. And it's one of those reasons that uh, we've spoken before about that uh, terrific acknowledgement here based on statistics in Seattle. Homeless encampments have a great and direct connection with criminality, with violence, with the deterioration of neighborhoods, with the breakdown of safety. They do. And uh, we have uh, some guests on from uh, Texas, uh, Judge Earl Glock. Uh, is one of them and uh, this is not a joke this is a serious policy that other parts of the country can begin to take a look at to reduce the violence associated with encampments we will get to that and more coming up on the Medved show There's more, um, and on the Michael Medved show, uh, less than two hours, and it's much less than two hours, actually, since they collared, they arrested the uh, apparent perpetrator uh, of a, a really horrific crime, uh, shooting at strangers with the aim of killing them after you've exploded a smoke grenade on the subway in New York. The... Uh, Frank James will be charged, this just breaking from the Wall Street Journal, with a terroristic act on mass transit and faces life in prison, federal prosecutors said. Mr. James traveled across state lines to commit his offenses, according to prosecutors. That doesn't help his case. The uh, mayor of New York, who, I, I mean, isn't it a great thing to have a, a cop and a very successful cop with a good and strong record as Eric Adams has to have a cop as mayor of a, a big city uh, 
the mayor said, uh, his honor, when you bring a smoke bomb, when you bring an automatic weapon, when you wear a gas mask in a very methodical way, you injure and attempt to harm innocent New Yorkers. That is terror. So said uh, Mayor Eric Adams. This is um, this is from his uh, YouTube channel, and I can't say I had ever heard of it before. But there are a few YouTube channels out there. Uh, his YouTube channel is called Prophet of Truth eighty eight. And I mentioned that usually when you see the number 88 and you're dealing with somebody who's committed a terrorist act and wants to kill people, uh, the 88 is uh, a reference to uh, Heil Hitler. I don't know what the 88 means here. I mean, hard to believe it means that, but listen for yourself. This is uh, some comments on, uh, it's from a, a video he uploaded uh March 1st, about six weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, here is uh, here's what uh, Frank James had to say about current events regarding Russia and China. Clip one. But the situation's happened over in Ukraine. And they keep mentioning the potential of World War Three. Well, no, we're already in World War Three. Putin can do whatever he wants to do to Ukrainian people. He's killing babies, old women. He's bombing nurseries. Why? Because he's got the bomb. He's got 4,000 nuclear bombs. They don't want that smoke. America don't know. No, nobody else wants that smoke. And then he's hooked up with China. That's hypersonic missiles. Missiles that go seven, five to seven times the speed of sound. That's what China got in, has in its arsenal. And they're backing Putin up. Sanctions. Oh, we're going to sanction. <laughs> I uh, don't think he takes the sanctions that seriously. And uh, again, he's obviously interested in public affairs. Who knows? Maybe he's a talk radio listener. He, uh, however, has a very dim view of the founding of the country that has kept him alive and that he's lived in all these years of his life, 62 years old. Uh, This is um, Frank James, a suspect in a terrorist act criticizing America's founding. Listen. America, the United States, is a criminal act from beginning to end. It was started from a crime. The genocide of the, of the indigenous people, the, the enslavement of the African people. How can you have anything lasting and decent out of that? How can you, how, how is that possible? And uh, that's a question, actually. How is that possible? I'd like to send him a my book, uh, Ten Big Lies About America, those are the two biggest lies about America, that America's founded on the genocide against Native Americans and the stolen labor of um, African Americans. And then uh, here is what uh, Frank James has to say about when you commit a crime. When you commit a crime, you break one of man's laws, you got to pay for that. And you can say, well, gee, I didn't, I didn't know that was a crime. Gee, I, I killed that guy, but I, I didn't know murder murder was a crime, really? And so say, you, oh, yes, sir, murder's a crime. And whether you knew it was a crime or not, you got to pay for that because you broke the law. You broke one of man's law, and you got to pay. And uh, 
again, this is uh, when you when you listen to what he's saying. He's obviously interested in ideas. He uh, will find out more about his background, but I think it's important that we do. He was picked up right near in uh, in the East Village near McDonald's, which uh, brings up the fact that this is a um, well-fed gentleman. Take a look at the pictures. How's he eat? Uh, this is a guy with a, a a deep, deep history of emotional disturbance, a deep criminal history. Uh, doesn't seem to have any kind of permanent or even uh, stable home place. So where's the cost of his food, uh, his shelter, his clothing, uh, his Glock that he bought from a pawn shop? Where's that come from? He was said to have a past criminal record in New Jersey that includes three arrests on charges related to petty larceny and disorderly conduct in 2007, trespassing going back to 1992, other charges in Wisconsin, in Ohio, in New York, uh, in Philadelphia. The, uh, he has no history, the report is, that is on par with the violence he's suspected of in Tuesday's attack of which officials are aware of at this point. There may be more. Probably is. Part of James' criminal history included making terroristic threats, that's in quotes, according to many sources, but investigators said the threats were similar to ones commonly made by those who are emotionally disturbed. And you, you hear this and, and you think about this and it so clearly highlights what is the biggest failure in policy in recent U.S. history, which has to do with the tens of thousands of people who absolutely need uh, some psychiatric intervention and uh, need some restrictions based upon the chaos and the disorder and the danger that they proposed for their other citizens. I, I mean, there was, you hear the stories of the people who are calling on that subway where he exploded the smoke bomb and he had his gas mask. And uh, he, uh, apparently the first thing he said, a number of witnesses said this, they don't have it on tape, I don't believe, before he started shooting and he had just exploded the smoke bomb, he said, oops, I made a mistake. Uh, this isn't a mistake. It's as he says, this is a crime. And it is a profoundly serious crime. And uh, there's, there's more. And as this comes in, I think it will be fascinating. Uh, the uh, angry rants surface of person of interest in subway shooting. And these are all quotes from his YouTube channel. I should have gotten a gun and just started f shooting the MFers. And uh, then he, he also uh, said uh, in one video attributed to James, he said, we should be exterminated, really exterminated. That brings us back to that 88, Prophet of uh, Truth 88. In another uh, of his videos, 
are called domesticated averages. James has heard saying, that's why it's so important to think about what you're going to do before you do it. Let's not forget, I've been through a lot of S where I could say I wanted to kill people. I wanted to watch people die right in front of my blanking face immediately. Fortunately, that didn't happen. We'll be right back. Michael Medved show talking about the arrest of uh, Frank James and of course I, I'm sure m there are many people out there who uh, follow stories of the uh, the Old West and the uh, very famous uh, outlaw bank robber uh, Confederate sympathizer James. and Frank James was his brother and part of that gang I don't think there is any connection with this Frank James. Uh, we will find out more about him. The uh, the rants that he contributed to his YouTube channel should have definitely gotten the attention of uh, of people who are supposed to be monitoring that situation. Apparently, he did have an interview with the FBI based upon some of um some of his his comments that he put out to the public the uh, video he uploaded on March 1st of this year so just a couple of weeks ago he uh it was called I told you so he begins a video with various clips from local news stations in New York reporting crimes in the subway the uh, violent crimes include a man with a cane beating an elderly woman on the subway stairs and a clip of a man, you'll pardon me, smearing feces on a woman's face on the train platform. <laughs> this is not a way to recruit ridership. Uh, I blanking told you so, James said in response to the clips. That was just last night. Monday night, a whole bunch of S popped off over the weekend. James' video then showed a clip of New York Mayor Eric Adams being questioned about subway crime and homeless people. James then begins his monologue with a large screen behind him featuring uh, 12 photos of unnamed people James refers to as people that was supposed to be helping me. James claimed that Adams, the mayor, and the people displayed on the screen contributed to his mental health problems and others in the city stating that they aren't working to help the mentally ill because they're only for themselves. He criticized Mayor Adams saying those are the people Adams sent to help the homeless and the mentally ill. Quote, these are the people that were supposed to be helping me, James said while pointing at the screen. They made me worse. They blanking made me worse. They made me more dangerous than anybody could ever blanking imagine. James mentioned he was a mental health patient at one of the New York area uh, behavioral health clinics and claimed that after going there for help, he left with more issues. Although James 
uh, doesn't go into detail about his treatment at the facility. He claims it changed him for the worse. Quote, when I went in there, I was a nice person. Uh-huh. I wanted to help people. When I left out there, I wanted to kill everything in sight. I was planning to kill everything I saw based on how I was treated by these. And then he uses a B word, a B word for a female dog. Uh, after viewing James' videos, NYPD said they were increasing security for Mayor Adams in an abundance of caution. While police haven't confirmed if James was actually the one to pull the trigger in the subway, the uh, manhunt for him is on the way. They, they have confirmed uh, that he, he was the gunman and about where he got on the train and the train that he got off on. James has addresses in Philadelphia and Wisconsin, authorities announced on Tuesday evening. Anyone with information is asked to call the NYPD Crime Stoppers, and apparently that's how they got him, was some public-spirited citizen actually called up. Now, at one point they were offering a $50,000 reward for anyone who gave uh, information that could lead to an apprehension. And uh, I don't know if they are going to identify whether it was one person who gave them the information where they had seen James apparently wearing the same outfit he was wearing on the subway. Um, look, one of the things that is very difficult is that I know that people who care deeply about homeless advocacy and who argue for it uh, come forward and basically talk about you, you have a basic human right you have a basic human and to, today I was uh, I had to go down for a doctor's appointment to uh, downtown and, and the number of, of tents everywhere and right along the freeway and the graffiti and the general sense of decay that unfortunately has infected this really very wonderful city is appalling and of course it's based on compassion and you can imagine he, somewhere somewhere the 62 year old Frank James uh, probably has brothers or sisters maybe even a surviving mother or father and one can only guess that they have tried to help someone like this who has done some time in jail, uh, who clearly is spending a great deal of time uh, editing his YouTube channel. I mean, his YouTube channel... Uh, the, Jeremy, has anybody said how many followers he has? How many subscribers for his YouTube channel? I mean, there's nothing about kittens in it, apparently, but uh, the the idea that it is compassionate for someone like Frank James to allow him to participate in the welfare system, as he obviously is doing, uh, and that's how he is surviving in New York, without restraining some of his behavior. And the uh, the idea that um, this is a a basic right, 
that that is uh, something we're going to be talking about later with this idea of housing first. Uh, the uh, uh, One of the things that has happened, and we mentioned this yesterday on the air, is this Cicero Institute in Texas has been drafting model laws that have now been adopted, I believe, in eight states so far that would actually cut off uh, funding to homeless programs in states that uh, allowed continued growth and continued uh, proliferation with no limitation of homeless encampments. Uh, is there any evidence yet that Frank James lived in a homeless encampment? It's unclear where he lived. They said the last, the last address that was associated with him is Park Slope in Brooklyn, I believe, which is not not a place that he would have any normal way of of actually inhabiting. Uh, we're going to be talking about all of these issues, but particularly the issue of free speech. Because right now, it's Republicans who are being accused of trying to destroy free speech in this country because of some bills like uh, the bill associated with Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, that is the uh, parental rights bill that says, uh, no, you can't do stuff like what we read you yesterday about the situation in New Jersey uh, that is wildly inappropriate. This is curricula for first graders and second graders. Uh, in the Florida law, they even are preventing it against kindergartners. Kindergartners shouldn't be led at that age to begin to question and have deep thoughts about their gender identity. And to, to do that, it seems to me, is not to eliminate free speech. It's to kind of curricula are appropriate to teach in public schools, which is supported by taxpayers, obviously. Uh, David French is somebody who's worked for the Alliance Defending Freedom defending freedom of speech, particularly religious speech, but uh, he's concerned because there seems to be some indication that conservatives, who at one point were known to be defenders of freedom of speech, particularly on college campuses where everything is so monochromatic and you only tend to get one point of view, why is it suddenly so many conservatives are on the side of restricting free speech? Uh, we will get to that. We will get to the model laws on homelessness that uh, blow apart the idea that it's housing first, that homelessness is really not a question of psychiatric or drug abuse. It's all a question of just building more houses. Is that really the solution? That and much more coming up in This Greatest Nation on God's Green.